cliffcentral.com Eh dumelamba hezu ena kena go ya sipping tea onwati lengwa neno ha ke mo gatanga holo ba ga ke tshumi moraki eh monana re abua re bua ntshotsohle ha ho monwana o re sa o nyekeng ha ho matrasi o re sa o petroling ha ho stupu se re sa se politching ha e ka ne ditabatsa le nane o dithulana le maikutlwa hao eh ka nnete ke taba o re o nyolosa gohlo o ye ka mane ka dipuding o dula o geletsa tsi le tlalo hahle o lukise monahano mo re abua re bua pa to me habashwe habashwe let them die baba let them die yeah yeah well hello south africa omg i hope in all of this reshuffling all of this all of this earthquaking that you know somehow the earthquaking and the reshuffling has realigned your cheese and that you're in a better space and that you're happy and that you're not giving up on life because you're going what the hell is going on with this country oh what the hell is going on with this country oh hey, what the actual what the um yeah i've been away i'm sorry i do apologize i've been getting your messages um I have been very much pushing that hashtag #barakamosadi vibe, and it's 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 really it's been very very tricky. Um, yeah, it's been it's been very tricky. Uh, but I'm here, I'm here. But unfortunately, this is my second last podcast. Uh, the last one will happen next week. So this is the penultimate episode of Sipping Tea. I'm very sad to be saying this, but uh, yeah, man. Um, I must, uh, I must go, you know, namaste, namaste, go. no, namaste, no, namaste, go. I'm going to miss doing this thing, guys, but, uh, it's onward and upward onto other things. And, um, but this is home, hey, Cliff Central is home, man. Cause you know, for a long time I'd said, me, I want to try this radio thing, but I don't know how to behave myself. And then Uncle Gareth and Auntie Rina were like, well, here's a platform, go play here, go sip some tea. And I've sipped tea and I've grown and I've learned some shit, you know? Um, and I hope I've told you some shit about me too. And I've met some really awesome people, man. And if you haven't given up on us and you've been listening and you're listening to me now and you want to WhatsApp us and tell me a little zam zam, please WhatsApp me 079-748-2090. That's 079-748-2090. Holla back at me. But there's a lot going on. I feel like as a country, honestly, guys, it's, it's April. It's, it's barely been April, but we have probably had the longest three months in history. I, I, we have been busy as a nation, guys. And I, I, I just, honestly, if you're a South African, you deserve a pat on the back just for surviving, just for waking up, being alive, putting one foot in front of the other, walking forward and getting on with it and getting on with the next thing. Someone needs to just give us fucking props because I just don't understand. We have a president who, uh, he's, oh gosh. You know, when parents have that kid who, when a 
a cop car drives past, they go, oh my gosh, I hope he's not coming here. Or if, if, if the school calls, immediately they think it's trouble. I think that's, that's the guy we have. That's the guy we have. And, and he, as soon as we go, no man, it can't get any worse. Like he knows he messed up. He needs to do good by us. He's like, hey, 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 I'm not done with you yet. And then he does some shit. And then all of us united are like, what the fuck just happened? And you're lying. Even if you're his supporter to say you are, he does not throw you off. Sometimes you don't find yourself going. Yeah, but my guy, we're together in this thing, but yeah. Ah, 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 ah. Don't deny. He shocks us. Now, this whole thing, this latest thing with him and just suddenly, first of all, calling people back from Obasir, eh? And then calling a guy back from overseas when he's not overseas, he's actually just next door. I bet you that guy was actually in the office, like downstairs. And then he got the message, fly back. <laughs> he was probably like, but how? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was probably standing behind him. And then like, fly back. He's like, but Mr. President, I'm right here. I don't care. Fly back. Anyway. Um, and we all got very upset about this. And, uh, it's all good and well. We all know what happened. Hoo ha, blah, blah, fish paste, junk status, blah, blah. Here's what hit me hard, right? Was when his peeps didn't have his back. For me. That's when I worry. Like, I'm always like, you know, we're divided. People have their own political agendas. I don't give a shit. You know, sometimes it's about right and wrong. And sometimes, whether you like it or not, people are pushing their own agendas and they're just taking advantage of a situation. They actually couldn't give a flying fuck what um the, the real ramifications of the president doing something are, right? But what upset me here is when he Fs up, and then the people we expect to have his back are proper like, yeah, this guy, we, we told him, we told him, we told him, ah, no, we didn't have anything to do with that. We went even there. Yeah, him, let him drown, let him drown. So when Cyril and Gwede were all up in there like, yeah, this guy doesn't even ask us, he just does this thing. I'm like, yeah, but you can't do that, guys. You can't do that. You're, you, you're peeps, you're peeps. Like, you're, you're, you should have each other's backs. You can't. Yes, you can in your own. When you close the doors and the press leaves, be like, yeah, now when? And like you, you're full of nonsense. Why, why you must go and do things now? You see now you're fucking up. You see now you're fucking up. And now we must back you up. Okay, now do we fix this thing? Do that. You can't, you can't present a divided front because I'm losing confidence, not just in the party, which happened a long time ago, but I'm losing confidence in my government. I need to believe that uh, this guy isn't doing shit all by himself, all willy-nilly. Because then you're confirming us to be a banana republic. Then you're worrying me. Then you're telling me it is very real and very possible that we can be another Zimbabwe. You're telling me that it's very real and very possible that we can have someone jump in and turn themselves into an Idi Amin. Because what you are saying is that there are people who can manipulate shit in this country and get it done. And you can still wash your hands of it and be like, yeah, me at the time, I was in the toilet. I didn't know. And then I came out and the thing was already broken. So then all I could do was stand there and, and watch them clean up the glass. No, guys. No, you can't do it like that. Because other people are looking and other people are looking. Eh? No, man. That just pissed me off. I was like, no, guys. No, 
It's just no, you gotta, you can no, y'all gotta have each other's backs, man. I know that people will disagree with me. Uh, it's fine, isn't it? We don't have just because we love each other doesn't mean we have to agree with each other all the time. Anyway, so this there's, there's just a lot of movement in the country, but it excites me. It excites me because it's almost like I'm a prophet and I prophesied this because um I think it was last week. Or was it the week before? But I believe it was last week when I actually tweeted a Sotswana saying, which basically it talks about torrential water. You know, like when, when, when water is, is, um, is moving around almost like at the, let's say at the bottom of a waterfall or whatever. And you see these wild waters bashing about full of mud, wara, wara. When they get to the stream, the water is clean. Like all of that, um, movement of the water actually clean, cleans the water. And by the time you get it, you get this beautiful fresh spring water. And basically what this, what the saying, uh, uh, basically alludes to is that, um, through all of that through all of that torrent and turmoil, what comes out at the end you know is 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 better you know you just come out better at the end and i i'm a i'm a i'm an eternal optimist i'm an eternal optimist, and i'm convinced that all of this all of this mess all of this um endless all of these endless earthquakes, you know, that the universe decided to be very literal with by sending us an earthquake is to say, we're going to shake this shit off. We're going to shake it off and we'll be better for it. We're going to we're going to wash this shit off and we're going to be better for it. I, I choose to believe that because if I don't believe that I'm going to lose my effing mind and I'm going to pack up my children and we're just going to move to Ghana. So in order for me to can stay in my country, I need to continue with that perspective that it can only get better. We don't have a choice. I think this country has been through way too much cuck to allow any one person, any one entity to F it up, you know, and and I think I think we're going to be fine. I really I'm convinced we're going to be fine. Cause it's weird. It's almost like there's just something in the water or there's something in the air. Because even with, with Auntie Helen and I was like, you see, this is why, this is why some people need to drink on schedule. You mustn't have your GNT before a certain time of the day because then you start saying some shit. And then when you say that shit, you can't unsay that shit, especially once you've put it out on social media and then you're in cuck. You understand? So. That started and it seemed to, to, to be the thing that just, I feel like that just set us off. We should have known that after that, something bigger must follow. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, it's been a long, long three months, I think. But it's also been an exciting three months. Hey, things are happening. If, if you people listen to radio, oh my goodness. It's like, it's just, it's a, I don't know what to even call it. It's, 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 it's like Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones in Radio World. This one's leaving there, going there. You know, it's exciting. Oh my God. And it's also fantastic to see that so many people are now gravitating towards online radio because it is the future. I completely believe it's the future. I don't believe that conventional radio is going to die either. I mean, people have been saying radio is dying for years now and it's not dying. You know, what I think is going to happen again, it's about that thing of storms and storms pass, you know, of that water, that water that's just, that's violently splashing about and going through all this mud and you know what I mean? I think at the end of this, we need, we're going to come out with so much 
better. We're going to come out with entertainment that's so much better. We're going to come out with people who realize that, yo, Kante, there's so much talent out there. I better pull up my socks. I better deliver quality. Like, this can only end well for you guys, actually. This can only end well for you guys. Because now, nobody can afford to be cuck. You can't be cuck when you can see that everybody's on the rise. You can't be cuck when you, when you know that at any moment you can be replaced. You can't be cuck when you know that any moment something better, bigger, more attractive, more exciting can come. You know what I mean? So yeah, man, there's a lot of shit going down. Um, and while all of this was happening, I've just been touring the country, uh, doing To Me or Not To Me, uh, my one man show. And that has been another fucking fantastic thing for me to do for myself, hey? Cause I think on some level I'd forgotten I can be funny. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I think on some level I was starting to doubt my level of funny and, and relevance, you know? And then I realized, no, man. You know, as South Africans, we really have a lot of shit we need to get through together. And, and we just need to take a moment to, to just share, man. To sit together, to have a bong together. I must say, speaking of having a bong together, that is the one thing that is also a ray of hope in this country that, uh, marijuana, marijuana could become a thing. Cause we won, now the battle has been won in the courts. Now we just need it to become a thing. We need uh, our government. This will probably be the quickest turnaround ever in parliament. I'll bet you now. This will be their quickest vote ever. Because <laughs> I know they know they need a puff. They know we all need a puff. Because whatever they're smoking now is not healthy and it's not right. So if they can get the weed, the fresh shit, the, the herb, then maybe they can realign their thoughts and find themselves. Hey? Because that's some exciting shit. But I was asking someone, I'm like, let me get this straight. So they say you can have it in your house and smoke it in your house. So if they find me with it in my car and I say, but I was taking it home to go and smoke it, it means I'm going to be arrested because then I must grow this thing myself. But then what if I live in a house that doesn't have a backyard? Then does it not stand to reason that maybe I have an uncle who has the stuff in his backyard and then I have to fetch it from his house and take it to my house so that I can smoke it? I don't know. I'm just asking. And doesn't it technically then mean, because we know weed is legal in, is it Netherlands? It is, ne? Yeah, it is. In Holland. So if, if I can, if I can, no, in Amsterdam. Is it not the same thing? I'm confusing myself. Yes. Anyway, so because you can smoke weed there and you can smoke weed here, would that mean then technically I can fly with my weed from South Africa to that country because technically it is legal here it is legal there so to travel with it from here to there should not make sense to be illegal because at the point at which it leaves it's legal at the point at which arrives it's illegal so how can it be illegal in between in transit i'm just hashtag asking anyway so that's me being all over the place. But, yeah, man, fuck, what's frustrating you, though? Because I'm not angry about any of this, you know? Because I, now what's happening is, again, and this is this is another thing, to be honest, that pisses me off when all of these changes happen. Um, I'm going back to this this matter of all this shit happening in government and, um, you know, the instability in the country and stuff. My question is, does anybody realize how irritating it is to be spammed? Because now there's a certain party 
that now I don't know. They've they've always just WhatsApp. It wasn't WhatsApps. It was SM. It was SMSs and a voicemail from Musi. <laughs> so it was SMSs and a voicemail. Now I'm getting emails. These impassioned emails about how bad things are, and I, I don't know. Like, here's my thing: before you go and make noise about how this other guy is fucking up, don't you want to make noise and apologize for how your person has gone and confirmed the very thing? That made those who historically would not vote for you not want to vote for you. And she has gone and confirmed why we can never be comfortable in crossing over. Because I, I am completely, completely uh, with the people who believe that, you know, we, we, we cannot continue to be polarized. We need to continue to, to, to grow. We need to now um, be voting based on, on things that, are, that, that shy away from, from the racial history a little bit, right? But it becomes very hard when the historically unattractive one goes and has their leader utter such things and then we there's no big apology i mean i was waiting i was waiting for a for for for, to be spammed with a voicemail of apology i was waiting to be spammed with an sms of apology dololo dololo but the other children drops a pie they must make a noise no fuck off let's all own our fuck ups and let's all make noise about them then if we are all going to actively participate in making this country great, let's all acknowledge our individual and collective cuff-ups so that we can truly believe that you are right. This is what will be different about you. You will openly go, this is where we effed up and this is where as a people, as a party, as as your representatives or as your wannabe future leaders, this is how we show you that we lead by example. That's all I'm saying. Because this is an opportunity as well for you, isn't it? We are watching these other people who for a long time things happen and they sweep it off under the rug or they distract us with the next mess up. So that while we're still trying to deal with the... Like, I'm still going, did we not miss a deadline of paying back certain things? I'm just hashtag saying, did we not miss a deadline of paying certain monies? Oh, no. But now we've moved on from that. We're on to the next thing. You see? So... I'm just saying, lead by example before you make a lot of noise. Because now, I'm also having, uh, there's no place I go where people are going to say, Friday, hi, black, hey, Friday, we're doing this thing. And I'm like, sell it to me for real. Sell it to me for her. Because we, all we could be doing is just giving these guys extra time to sort themselves, to sort their shit out and not be accountable or figure out a new way to keep us busy. Like, what next are they going to do? You know, who are they going to scandalize next to keep us busy in the meantime, Hibbery? I don't know, man. But I just think it's not the time to be angry. This is not the time to get angry. This is not the time to get emotional. This is the time to sit down, breathe, and go, right. What the hell is going on? What do I do as a country right now as a citizen? How do I contribute to this? Do I follow a hashtag on Twitter and make a lot of noise and blow a lot of hot air? Do I make a lot of noise on Facebook? Do I get up and do something that I know makes a difference? What is it that I'm really angry about? Am I just angry because this person is just doing what they like and I generally don't like it when people do what they like? Am I angry because... 
Um, I'm, I've, I've seen, I've heard experts speak about what the results of what has happened are, and I'm angry about that. What do you know what I mean? Like, I also feel like we need to be careful of, of, of mob mentality. Cause sometimes we get excited for no fucking reason. Sometimes when shit happens, I go straight to Twitter and I go, go straight to Facebook and I just, I just want to read what people are saying and I want to see who has processed what's happened and who is just jumping on a bandwagon to look relevant or to look like they know what's going on around them. You know what I mean? Cause then it's also very weird. <laughs> Cause it's also, it's, it's, I'm just like, don't, don't, you don't, have, you don't all have to comment on the matter. If you don't care, say you don't care. If you don't understand, say you don't understand. Get someone who knows to tell you. But don't just go screaming, you know? I mean, there are people who are celebrating the news. Excited that they're youth. <laughs> I'm going to try and say this without laughing. <laughs> Excited that the youth are being given an opportunity to run the country. <laughs> I don't know who's the youth. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> but uh, and I, I, this was, um, you know, in, with regard to Malusi and and Fixie Weeksy Weeksy Ooey, um, you know, being um, put in the positions they've been put in. So, um, wow. I just, yeah, that's all I'm going to ask, guys. Take a moment. Let's really, let's, like, ask me to me right now. Say to me, Marake, we know you, you're on stage, you're on TV, you're on online radio. What is your take on everything that's going on? Well, I am pissed off. I'm not a fan of Praveen Gordon myself, to be honest. Mr. Gordon, I don't, I, I'm not gonna lie. I personally do feel there's some dodginess there. And, you know, I, I have my own feelings and reservations about the guy. The way he was gotten rid of, I don't like. Simply because I need to fly to Ghana. And then the rent plummets and then the flights become more fucking expensive. So me, it affects me on that level where I'm like, I'm angry because this shit is going to cost me more. I don't understand everything else. I'm sure there's a bigger picture that's an even bigger impact. But I'm speaking immediately for me as an everyday person going, this is where I'm upset. Then all the other reshuffling of other everybody's else's. Well, I've always, Mr. Mr. Gigaba, I've always known him to be an efficient dude. Um, um, that's, that, that's me speaking as a person off the street. I've always known him to be efficient that he gets the job done. I don't know how, what qualifies him to be in this ministry, but his track record makes me feel like, ah, oh, I'm chilled with this guy going in there because I've always known him. Even when I've been to those conferences, even when I was at the, the gathering, I felt like this guy has a solid head. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's actually opened a book and read some shit he has experience and i'm comfortable with him okay it's not like that time when we thought it was a white dude and then it wasn't a white dude and then it was not not only <laughs> was it not a white dude <laughs> it was a dude who should not have been in the first place anyway so that day i'm like ah, i'm cool then they're like ah but flicksy weeksy weeksy ooh wee i'm like yo i always and still maintain that guy is great for SAPR. I think that guy makes a country look so cool. He is just so, he is fun. And if he can put energy in there, inject some energy into there. Also, he is, he has, 
He has Twitter Tourette's. He has social Tourette's. He just, his fingers and the fucking social media. I love him because I feel like the cops are in cack. I think when they do well, he's going to make noise. And when they fuck up, he's going to make noise. And they're going to not want him to be making noise about them messing up. That's me on, I said, this is not even me trying to be clever. This is me saying I'm just an everyday South African looking at the situation. And I, I, and I also feel for Auntie Batabile because she must have been minging hard going, please move me, please move me, please. And they're like, ah, 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 when you stay there, you sort out your cock. <laughs> shuffle me, shuffle me. Ah, 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 ah. Sit. <laughs> She was sit like ah ah. Show us the crunch first <laughs> and all that other gang. So that's me as an everyday person. And this is a grand thing, guys. This is a grand thing. I was meaning hard. You know, a lot of people go. You know, it seems you have no right to talk about this because you know you're privileged. You know, you you're not like those people who actually rely on those grants. Fuck you. You don't know my situation. I have family that lives on those things. I have family. That, that relies on those grants. And if they don't get those grants, I must sit with the fucking bill. So it matters very much to me that people get their grants on time and that they actually get their grants because I don't need this to be my bill. That's the first thing. The second thing though, it gets me thinking, when are we honestly, because when the Sasa threat situation happened, when, when the Sasa grant situation happened, my first in, my initial response was, should we not then have alternatives? Like if, if I'm sitting there, I'm to me and I hear there's a situation with the grants, I will not get paid. Are you telling me that's all I live on? I mean, do you know how much a grant is? Eh? It's not like a grant is, is going to cover everything a child needs. Maybe it helps. Yes. But I doubt that you can honestly tell me it can maintain somebody's lifestyle. You know what I mean? Ish, I'm trying to open my WhatsApp here. Sorry if I'm sounding distracted. It's because I'm trying to open the WhatsApp messages and there we go. There we go. It's loading. I'm trying to open your WhatsApp messages. I'm cuck at multitasking, guys. This thing of women can multitask. I, like, I don't know. It says at era or cad, click back to home. Uh, no, these guys, you guys must use apples, man. I don't know how to speak windows. Come and help me. I can't. Okay. Now I've lost my train of thought. But this thing of hand to me, hand to me, hand to me is a fucking problem. Hey? Because if grants are there to support people's well-being and to support, I don't know, I don't know, to support them making a plan for themselves, cool. But if you're creating a culture of give me, give me, give me, if you don't give me, I'm, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm doomed. I don't know. I don't know. We live in a country that already has a problem of people feeling entitled. And I don't think we're going to solve it with handouts. I'm just saying. And I'm I'm not even saying this as some spoiled bread. Because, you know, a lot of people love to say, yeah, but teams, you know, you went to university. You went to, you know, you like a, you belong to like a small minority of people. Bitch, you don't know my situation. You don't even know how I got here. I, I, I was raised by a single mom nurse who on, on really bad days, you know, because um, she got herself very badly into debt, trying to support two children by herself. And she didn't want to, she was divorced and her, 
second husband passed away before they were even um, legally married. Um, um, and, and what happened was now she needed to keep her, his house in the burbs because she had no other place to go. So she had to keep that house. She had to keep me in school, keep my sister in school and run the household. Right. So there were days when we literally be living on his hospital food. Right. And, you know, this is government hospital food. Guys. We know, guys, we're not talking private hospital where the freaking got Dolce to freaking cater. OK. And and then. Uh, fast forward to I finish I finish high school after she's ha- also had problems in terms of debt and all of that of paying school fees late and you know one year you're like ah but now I need to get my high school results I don't know if I passed or failed because my mom didn't pay school fees I'll find out in January if I failed or passed or whatever and then you finish school you get into university because you're that good and um then there was that Nefsa's fucking mess. It was a mess because I applied for a bursary. I got a message that, uh, in fact, yes, they confirmed that I'd, I'd received the bursary. Um, this was in my first year, right? And then I don't know what happened, guys. I don't know what happened. Something went wrong. Long story short, ended up kicked out of it for financial reasons. Oh, yes, it was a 50% uh, bursary because... Um, they, their affordability thing, according to their affordability thing, my mother was supposed to afford, be able to afford my, 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 um, university fees. I'm, I still don't understand that because she was a nurse, a single parent. That never made any financial sense to me or mathematical sense for that matter. Anyway, so got kicked out of it and I, I worked. Um, I, I worked in, in, um, in malls as a, as a, as those, you know, those poor suckers who have to play with kids every day in the malls over holidays. I was one of those people. I used to dress up as a giant dinosaur and get abused by children. I used to work at kids' parties, at corporates, dressed in this thing, entertaining children, you know, clowning for children. Um, then I went into selling appointments to guys who, who sell insurance. You know those efforts who call you every day, those poor marketing guys on the phone? Yeah, I used to be one of those guys. But I wasn't calling Nana, you sad folk, shame. I was, I was calling corporate people. I was not messing around me. In fact, I remember the one biggest thing I got was when I, I managed to get an appointment for a guy with a union that was looking for someone to handle their um, retirement annuity and pension stuff. And I got him the appointment and I uh, the guy sealed the deal. And I remember years later getting a fat check from this guy because he made a killing. So anyway, that's I digress. My point is... People like to make assumptions when they think you're comfortable and then you make a comment and then they go, oh, so you have money. You think now you can say things. No, bitch, because I understand hard work and I know hard work, you know, and I I, I, I get upset when when we, we go into this government. Because when I look at them, that's how I feel. When I look at these guys who are who are getting tenders and not delivering, skewing off the top, um, Stealing money from from South African citizens, from from taxpayers, I just feel like these are lazy, shortcut mother cuffers who have a sense of entitlement, who are deciding they are paying themselves for whatever struggle they decide they went through, and it's not fair, it's not right, 
And then that shit filters down because now I'm not saying let's not have grants. Let's not have support for people. But I feel like that formula doesn't quite work. I feel like, you know, when, when we took over in 1994 as a people, we should have said we want to break this legacy. I mean, look at... If you look at the the white people, the who some of the poor whites, the 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 unskilled ones who benefited from just being promoted all willy nilly over more able, more experienced, more skilled blacks. If you look at them now, they're fucked because that that they were not being built by that system. You understand? They were just being thrown in there, and because they were just taking, 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 and not working, working, working. Where are they now? You know. Because I always, when I'm with my friends, I've also heard people go, hey, when they see one of those poor white folk begging on the side of the street and they say, can't you where were you during apartheid? And I'm like, that's the problem. He was right. He was drunk on that breast during apartheid, suckling hard. He did not remember that perhaps he must bep and put something away. You understand? And so I feel like some of those legacies, we haven't broken them. And that's why we are where we are right now. We haven't broken that thing of 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 uh, dependence. We can't build dependent people. We need independent people, and that's why again I ask: when we're all freaking out, when we're all being angry about this shit, how many of us are asking ourselves, "What am I doing to help the situation?" How many of us know dirty people and are quiet about it? How many of us? Um, are not voting because they're like, what's the point of voting? Because then you vote in din, in din, in din. And then how many of us make all that noise of, I hate these guys. And then when it's time to vote, you're still voting them in because you're going, yeah, but you know what these guys, let's, let's face it, guys. At least we know we're going to get the tenders. Let's face it, guys. At least we know we'll still be connected. Let's face it. I hate them. But look, I still get the money. Then don't turn around and cry. Do not turn around and cry. Sit and go, well, I did this. This is the side effect. It's an occupational hazard. Let's just move forward and eat until this thing finishes. You understand? And people must stop acting as if we invented corruption and we are the most corrupt thing that ever happened. America is built on fucking corruption, man. It is still standing on corruption right now. And they don't even, they're not even embarrassed to just do it in your face. So please don't come and act like we are something special. We're not the first ones to do it. And I'm sure we won't be the last. And I'm not saying that makes it okay. But I'm saying treat every situation as the situation it is, but don't write the country off. That's all I'm saying. There is no need to write us off as a nation. That's, I think that of all the ramblings and cuck I can ever talk, the one thing I will tell you from the bottom of my heart is I, this country has so much potential. The fact that we can mobilize when we don't like something, we're not afraid to speak up and stand up and unite. You understand? In fact, next to sport, this is the most united we'll probably ever see South Africa. On Friday, watch. <laughs> this, this, this is probably, yeah, this is probably, this will probably be, be, uh, the, the World Cup soccer levels of solidarity. If this plan for Friday, for all South Africans saying, not with our country, not in our lifetimes, you know? I think then we're going to we're going to see that we are all South Africans because I've said it once I've said it a million times it's not about black or white it's about the haves and the haves not it's about abuse of power guys and we all have to just channel that anger channel our knowledge you know 
Ask someone who really knows. If you don't understand politics and all you know is they're saying this guy's an idiot, go and ask an actual political expert. Why is this person being called an idiot? What have they done that is so idiotic? Eh? Mami needs to take a break. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me just, uh, let me, let me play you some music and then uh, I will uh, holler back at you in a second. South Africa, we love you. Our beautiful land. Remember that song? Let's show the whole world we can bring peace in our land. They used to sing this song uh, around the 94 time. I think it was just after, in fact. Um, and I remember how we used to sing this song, you know, like we're really putting out all these positive messages, messages of hope, messages of Azania's burning, but we can put out the fires and we can still save her. And you know, you hear it a lot. And a lot of us like to judge these guys who are saying Azania's burning, Azania's burning. But I must say this past month, I have found, well, the past three months, I have found myself going, Azania's burning. Azania's burning and we are starting to choke on the fumes now of the fire. Because we saw Azania was burning, but somehow we found solitude in our little bankers, in our little homes, comfort in our little paychecks, comfort in our little ignorances, you know. And now we're choking on this smoke. This thing is real, this thing. And we must all just stand up and say, what now? What now? Hmm? Because the way I see it, especially in politics, it's a lovely game that is being played by the people who are there, by people with a lot of money, some of whom we know, some of whom we don't effing know. And if we are going to seriously give ourselves hernias over them, guys, it's not worth it. I think we just need to look around ourselves and see if we can make it work for us. See what we can still redeem. See what... Oh, I don't know me. I don't know. I don't know. But I've just had a long week. And I can't believe I'm going to leave Cliff Central, guys. I mean, I thought this would be like 10 years. I'd be getting a long service award. And then Gareth and I would reveal our illegitimate child. Because, and then we none of us would know when we created this child, but we'd know there's an illegitimate child between us. Um, <laughs> but and I'll probably be back. Let's be honest. I'll probably be back. This is one of those places where you go and you're like, hmm, I'm telling you, I, I see, I see that this is not done in my life path. This, this part of my life is not done. So next week I will come and I will do my final show. Uh, Mabale, unfortunately, won't be with me. Mabale has left. Um, Mabale uh, is still with Gareth in the morning, but she is no longer sipping tea because she also has other things. She's playing hide this girl. Uh, I don't know if any of you listened to the podcast when we had the um, the lady who does numerology. We had a numerologist and that numerologist had already mentioned that this is going to be a, a lucrative year and a, a, a great year for for both of us. Uh, so as you can see, Yang Mabale is flying and even me, my wings, I'm spreading them 
I'm spreading them wide and far. Um, but I hope you'll continue to follow this journey with me because, um, I'm in no way leaving the family. I'm just leaving the, the, the sipping tea, but you will catch me hanging out with them a lot, uh, all willy nilly because this is honestly home. But, uh, before I go today and before I say an official goodbye to you next week, I just want to say, be proudly South African, man. You know, when I meet people who, who visit this country, they, they struggle to leave. You know, they struggled, they struggle to leave not because we, we, we are, we are so hectic in home affairs. <laughs> I'm joking. No, they struggle to leave because of the people. More than how gorgeous this country is, the most common thread of anything you will read, of anyone you'll meet, of anything you will hear is the people. We are an amazing group of people. If you were born in this country, if you've ended up in this country, if you're a citizen of this country, if you live in this country as a permanent resident, you must know that you were destined to. No one who is here is here by accident. You are meant to be here. You are part of something bigger than you. Something you may never even understand. So what you need to do is be in the moment through everything, through the good, through the bad. Be grateful that you're experiencing it here and you're experiencing it now. Because my God, the stories you're going to get to tell our children. But I would, I pity the poor fool who is going to sit and talk about what a, what a, what a spectator they were. Cause your child will be like, and where were you, mommy? And, and where were you? Where were you, daddy? Or, and where were you, grandma? I know me. I was, I was watching it on the TV. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was sipping my GNT and, and, and then it happened, you know, you know, when Azania was burning, where was your horse pipe to put out the, the fire? Uh, no, at the time there was water shortage and I was saving water and therefore could not put out the water, the fire. So yeah, I'm going to leave you with that. My name is Timmy Meraki. I've sipped some tea with you. Uh, enjoy the rest of the Cliff Central offerings. Bye bye.